When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to Everyday Motherhood the podcast that inspires you to pause, connect, and play more every single day. The podcast that's focused on you, the mom, to help you fill up your cup and rediscover the joy and love in your everyday life. We can't parent alone, and parenting is too serious to be serious all the time. Thanks for being here. My name is Christy Thomas. I am the founder and developer of PlayForLifeMoms.com. Let's jump in. This episode is in honor of my 16th wedding anniversary, our 16th wedding anniversary. And I just want to come on and share some little bits of knowledge and wisdom and books and TV shows that we've laughed and cried with over the last 16 years and give that to you as a gift. I know that this week is some people's favoritest week, right? In between Christmas and New Year's, like the whole world seems to slow down. And that's when my wedding was back in 2003. Um, My husband reported to his very first submarine command And he asked his executive officer at the time, when can we get married, sir? And he said, Christmas. I finished student teaching and I graduated from college and got married all within a span of like three weeks. And it was crazy. (laughs) And that should have been foreshadowing for our future. Little did I know it then with all the adventures that we would have in the last 16 years. So my first bit of wisdom is wisdom that you should know before you're married, but most of you are probably married or in a long-term committed relationship, and it is to choose wisely and treat kindly. And I hope that you've chosen wisely. Um, So now it's your job and my job to keep treating kindly, right? I think... A lot of the time when we know that we're safe with someone, when we can literally kick off our shoes and take off our bra and relax, that sometimes all of us come out, right? Like you're so comfortable and in love with your spouse that your good sides and bad sides, all of it is there. And um, we don't always treat kindly. So that's the first piece of wisdom is to make sure you've chosen wisely and then continue to treat kindly. And one of my favorite silly things to do that I love being married for is to give a kiss goodbye every morning to my husband, that kiss, right? And, uh, and then we usually hug hello when he gets home. I don't know why we don't kiss then. 
but we usually don't. It's usually just a hug. Um, but I just want to, you know, start our days well. So I always like to kiss, usually walk out to the car, last moment of like adult conversation for a while for me. And then <laughs> I do a little dance in the driveway and make him smile. Um, usually it's the chicken dance, so I don't want to give you the wrong impressions or the macarena. And then I go back inside and finish drinking my morning coffee. Another piece of marriage wisdom that I've picked up over the years, and I don't even know who to say thank you for, was to think about doing it twice. So if I need to make myself a sandwich, like that's a pause to check in to see if Adam needs a sandwich. Or if I'm going to make a cup of coffee, then I can go out of my way and make his cup of coffee um, right after mine. So I always think about what I can do to make his day easier. And he does the same thing for me. Just kind of do it twice rule. So if it's something that I'm going to need and he's going to need it too, then, then I try to do it. Now these tips work for my marriage because my marriage is really um, rooted in a lot of trust and communication. And Sometimes that communication is dicey because of email availability and the job that my husband does. But we we talk about a lot of things before he leaves and we trust each other to have each other's backs. And that's one of the big ideas that um, I try to remember when I get upset is that I know whatever I'm misunderstanding it's not that Adam is ever going to do anything intentionally malicious that I need to always remember the lens that he's looking through is that he's trying to do the right thing for us, um, the right thing for our family, the right thing for me, that we're always working towards being stronger and better together. And so even when I'm upset with how something is going or I'm confused about why a choice was made, I have to reform in mind. He probably wasn't thinking the same way I was, and he probably just wasn't even trying to hurt me. But that's sometimes what happens, right? We're humans, and we can't read each other's mind. So communication is a huge thing. But reframing with the best intentions always helps. And with that, only speaking positive things about your spouse in front of other people and to other people is a huge thing too. Early on, we noticed um, some coworkers would consistently talk poorly about their spouses at lunchtime um, that we both had this experience. And it really made us feel uncomfortable because we were newlyweds and, you know, totally rose-colored glasses and life was amazing. And it was really hard to see them talking bad about their number one team. So we intentionally speak only positive things about the other person. Now, if someone has failed at this, it's probably me, not him, um, because I talk more. But 
the goal is to only speak goodness to other people because that's what reminds me of the goodness that we have together. In fact, the other trick is, is that when I can't even talk to him and I'm having a bad day or I'm lonely and I miss him, the easiest way to turn things around during a deployment for me is to write a love letter that he may or may not even get. But just the act of focusing on all of the positives and savoring that gratitude changes everything. Now you know that I'm a huge reader, audiobook listener, podcast listener. So I want to give you a couple books that if you're feeling like you want to just sure things up in your relationship, these are good books to turn to, to inspire you to treat kindly, to, to feel safe, maybe heal some things that needed to be healed. But these are the books that I've read and I recommend over and over and over. So the first book that I recommend is Anything by John Gottman. Specifically, I really like the book The Relationship Cure, A Five-Step Guide to Strengthening Your Marriage and Family, and also The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work. In fact, I gifted that to my brother when he got married. And also their newest book, which is called Eight Dates, Essential Conversations for a Lifetime. Now, John Gottman, G-O-T-T-M-A-N, and his wife, Julie, um, run relationship studies out of the University of Washington, I believe. And it's really amazing. They can predict the success rate of a marriage just in like a five minute span. So go pick up their books. They are scientifically data-driven stuff. The next book would be The Love Languages Book by Gary Chapman, The Five Love Languages. I won't go into what they are, but a great tool for helping with communication. Because if the person doesn't feel loved, even though you're doing all the things that help you feel in love with them, then you're missing the mark together. So that's what Five Love Languages is about. And then if you're looking for a challenge because you're just not sure, you've got little kids and you're not sleeping and you feel disconnected, the Love Dare 40 Day Challenge book is um, a really great book of kindness activities. So I really like the Love Dare book. I don't know if I've ever seen the movie, but the Love Dare book. Dr. Laura Schlesinger is kind of a controversial person, but she wrote The Proper Care and Feeding of Marriage and The Proper Care and Feeding of Husbands way back in 2003, 2004, when I was a newlywed. So I read it and it's interesting. You may or may not agree with everything written. I sure didn't, but it is worth a read. This is where the choose kindly, treat kindly advice comes from. It's from Dr. Laura. Now, the last book is from Brene Brown, and it is Dare to Lead. And it seems strange to put a business book high up here in the marriage category of must-read books for a strong marriage, but her book broke down clear communication so well for me. Um, 
especially about projects. And so much of married life is about projects and long-term things getting done. And so that book really opened my eyes to some strategies and tools. So I told you I would also give you some TV shows that we've enjoyed over the years and movies that we've watched. And I just want to pause here before I give you a couple podcasts to listen to that a big part is just remembering that you like each other more than just roommates and want to be around each other. So don't forget to spend time with each other, even if it's just holding hands and watching Scrubs, which is one of our shows, or Deadliest Catch or Finding Bigfoot. We've watched Modern Family together, um, the movie Entrapment we watch once a year. I mean, there is so much you can do with each other. So don't forget that. Go for walks, kayak, run. He's my favorite running buddy. Make art together, sing songs, dance in the kitchen. Go on the type of dates that you used to go on, even if you have to bring your kids along in tow, okay? It's okay. Your kids only have 940 weeks with you. That's their childhood, birthday 18. So include them as needed so that your marriage is strong on the other side. Now, I have a brand new podcast that I just started listening to, and it's called how to like your husband. And I wanted to share that here because I have listened to all uh, nine episodes so far that she has, and I really enjoy it. So I recommend listening to that. And then the other marriage enriching podcasts that I've enjoyed over the years are different episodes with Shalene Johnson on The Shalene Show. And I'm just gonna put those episode numbers in the show notes that talk about marriage. The other person who does a good job of just talking about reality and not being a martyr in your marriage is Kendra Hennessy. And her podcast is the Mother Like a Boss podcast. And I will also put a couple episode numbers from her in the show notes. So the thing that I wanna know most in my core after 16 marriage. 16 years of marriage, is that marriage, I think, can be all fun and games. I mean, hopefully you chose well, and I know I did, and I married my best friend, and it's so dang cool to wake up and start the day with him and end the day with him and laugh at our kids and have inside jokes and know that we're securely on the same team with each other. It's such a beautiful safety net, and I am just so in love more and more each and every day. So that's what this podcast episode is. So the play idea for today is I want you to dance with yourself because I think the happiest married people I know are also confident in who they are without their spouse. So I'm a complete person and Adam's a complete person. And then we're in charge of our own happiness. And together we have an amazing marriage because we both are in charge of ourselves. Um, so I want you to dance to the song Soulmate by Lizzo. If you need to go find a filter 
if you have kids around, but dance to the song Soulmate. I've been running to it a lot lately. It's a fantastic song. Okay. Um, and then if you want to keep dancing, invite your invite your lover in and dance to either the song that makes you sing. I really like Vampires by Jason Isbell. Um, that's the song I really enjoy dancing with Adam to right now. And then next, the play idea. I want you to tell your kids your story, right? Tell them what makes them part of your family. Like, where did your family start? What's the story of you, right? The story of you and your husband, the story of you and their father. What's the story there? Cue them in on if they're... (laughs) Your first date was an hour and a half late because you gave the wrong directions like I did. Or um, if you love to watch the same movie you saw in your first date every single year. Hello, entrapment. Talk about your wedding. Show the photos. Even if they served mushrooms at your wedding and you hate mushrooms. That will help your kids feel like they're on your team. Give them the backstory. Give them the inside jokes. Because you're stronger together. Have a great day. Finish 2019 well. If you want one last bonus tip, go buy a balloon drop kit if you're going to stay home as a family for New Year's Eve. You can order this now on Amazon, right now. Amazon Prime it to you. Get a balloon drop kit and fill up like 75 balloons and do your own balloon drop whenever you want midnight to happen. Okay? (sighs) You've got this. There are no perfect parents, no perfect mothers, but you are the perfect parent, the perfect mom for your kid. I'm so glad you're here. Now, if you want to give me one last belated Christmas present or an anniversary present, I would love it if you go rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Because when you rate and review it on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, then you let other people know that it's valuable to listen to. And then more people can listen. And we can be stronger, calmer, happier moms together. Imagine the world peace that would come from that. 